0: Hey, what's going on? James here from Life For Your Coaching. This is Weight Loss, Lies, and Myths. So let's dive right in. Today's episode, three lies about weight loss and what to do instead. So have you ever met someone who can eat whatever they want and they don't get any weight? So we all know someone like that, right? So I'm gonna reveal their quote unquote secrets here in just a minute because I am someone who eats whatever I want. And in my, my early to mid-40s, and I'm as lean as I was in my late 20s, the best shape of my life. But it wasn't always like that because after I lost weight and got into great physical shape, um, I eventually gained 30 pounds of the 50 I had lost. And these three lies played a, a critical role in that weight gain. And if you believe them, they're going to impact your ability to lose weight, keep it off as well. So number number one, meal plans. They're not sustainable. So in 2014, I made my own meal plan. I started getting really lean. But then when I couldn't sustain it, all of the, I started gaining the weight that I had had just lost and toned up with, and then started gaining back some of the weight that I lost in the first place. So here's the thing with meal plans. Bodybuilders and physique competitors use meal plans to get like bathing suit ready for their competition. And these competitions only last one evening or a weekend. And as soon as it ends, they start gaining their weight back because – that's the purpose of a meal plan. Like, these are designed to be rigid and strict. They accelerate weight loss to reach a temporary goal. And then once you hit the goal and the the the, the mission's accomplished, so to speak, you go through a refeed phase or gain weight back after it's over. And then they repeat this process before the next competition. So... Competitors like this will have their weight fluctuate and yo-yo over and over again. And most of them do it, you know, in as healthy as a way possible. And you know, it's not healthy to losing game repeatedly, but they're doing it as healthy as humanly possible. But unless you want your weight to yo-yo and fluctuate as well, steer clear of these kinds of meal plans. Now, That's not the same as planning your meals in advance, which I highly encourage you to do because if you want to succeed, you do need a plan. And you can plan your meals in many ways. Like you can plan them a week in advance. You can take two nights a week and plan meals for the next three or four days. You can each morning identify and plan your meal for you know for the evening. And like there's a million ways to plan your meals. And definitely do that, but don't try to follow restrictive meal plans that don't allow you to eat whatever you want. Okay, number two, carbs do not effing cause weight gain. All right, so this might be the most infuriating lie in all of weight loss because I love carbs. So if you're a woman especially, carbs can play a role in balancing your hormones. So like you heard Laurel Porter's story on the last episode when she went keto, yes, she lost weight, but her hair started falling out too. That's obviously not healthy and nor is it normal. So a good target for your carbs is 40 to 50% of your total calories come from carbs. If you're like an endurance athlete and doing like tons of cardio, it can go even higher. I used to eat higher ratio of carbs, but for most people listening here, 40, 50% of your calories from carbs will give you the energy you need to, you know, sustain, you know, what you're doing. And obviously like when it comes to those, like you want to follow the 80, 20 principle as close as possible. So 80% of your carbs should come from whole grain carb sources, right? So now maybe you're thinking, but James, I gain weight when I eat carbs, And I'm going to real talk here for a second, but you don't gain weight from eating carbs. You gain weight when you're eating potato chips, pastries, cookies, candy bars, takeout, fast food, restaurant food, and other snack type food. And that's because these foods are more calorie dense and much easier to overeat. And you're probably eating many of these foods in the evening secretly or in front of the TV, or in the afternoon as a way to comfort yourself from some task you're avoiding doing. Like, I've been there. Just do the task. Like, I'm not saying you need to completely cut out these foods, but use the 80-20 principle I mentioned before. Like, 80% of your total calories should come from whole food nutritious sources. All right, number three, you don't need to eat only quote-unquote diet foods to lose weight. So earlier I mentioned used to be obese, lost 50-ish pounds, and kept it off for a little while, a few years. Then my weight started to fluctuate. And at one point I gained back 30 of the 50 I had previously lost. So each time that I gained weight, it was the same exact pattern. I saw someone else, like another personal trainer, who I thought had better arms, or more toned, or whatever, more muscular, you know, body than I have. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to get really serious here, and I'm going to tone up and get super lean and cut, and more muscular, and all this stuff. And each time, my pattern started with eliminating non-diet foods, and eating only diet foods. And each time, I would, quote unquote, get results for a few weeks or so, but then I always fell off track. So, Purposely including non-diet foods is actually a really effective key to keeping enough that you lose and use that same 80-20 principle. So next episode, I'm going to kind of dive into more about these things, but hopefully this helps. And if you enjoy the show, subscribe, rate, review. If you want to follow me on Facebook, you can do that in the show notes. If you want to join the Lifework community, that is also in the show notes. Anyway, take care. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next time.